Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles. And I am Ron Kolick, right here in Massachusetts. Anyways, with this balmy 50, no, it's not 50, how about 20, 35 degree temperature. So anyways, joining us now all the way from the ancient land of England and Wales is the gold standard in ghost hunting, Steve Parsons. Yo, welcome to the film shoot that never happened. What? <laughs> well, I wasn't supposed to be, was I? Yeah, you I was. Yeah, I know. I was supposed to be doing the show, but I wasn't technically supposed to be in Wales. I was supposed to be somewhere else doing a film. I don't know where you are. Can I tell you where? I have no clue. Well, I'm not. Well, if you'd read your Facebook messages, you'd have known. That you're in Wales? It doesn't say that. 
No, it says that the film shoot got cancelled. <laughs> but it doesn't say you were a whale. Oh, God. Well, anyway, the film shoot got cancelled, so I'm back in the wee office. There you go. So it's all back in order after the renovations? Uh, oh, everything's back to normal here. Mm-hmm. All tickety-boo and welcome to the new year. There you go. So there you go. Got, got off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, this month, two supermoons, so maybe that's just something to do with it. Oh, well, maybe. Um, maybe, or maybe it's a, what's it, you've got a weather bomb or something, according to our Met service. No. It says New England had a weather bomb. Yeah, that was last week, we don't even talk about it. Not a weather um, bomb, it was actually a bobo genesis. Ooh, what's one of those? It's a sudden drop in uh, low temperature. I mean, low pressure causing... Uh, high winds and a big mess, basically. Were you all and, killed? What's that? Is everybody killed? No, no, no. Oh. no we, basically, it was connected with the uh, supermoon, too. We ended up with uh, very high tides and there was flooding and stuff. Yeah, a lot of streets actually turned to uh, rivers and then eventually froze. So, yeah, it was kind of a mess. But it's no way. Well, we get by it. You know, this week it'll be 50 degrees, so we're we're excited. We saw a video of a fire truck driving through Boston through some floods. Mm. Very cool. Yeah, and actually, uh, water was going down the T station, and then of course the T station, and there was a lot of stuff. Not a mess. But like I said, it's New England. We're all in now. Here we are. We're good. So, anyways, uh, it's a new year, new, exciting. Uh, we we put out there last week. Uh, we want people to give us suggestions for the show because we want to make it more viewer friendly, and that's just what we want to do. <laughs> so, uh, if you have a suggestion, show, would you like to see particular guests, uh, uh, other segments, uh, or locations, haunted places, whatever, whatever you want to hear about, equipment. Uh, you know, email me at anyghostproject.com, anyghostproject.com, or you can message us on the Ghost Chronicle International radio page. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And we already, we already started receiving them. I, I have had one, and, and I already had a good suggestion from it, which suggests we actually put our email addresses on the page so they could actually contact us without going through Oops, trying to re-listen to the podcast three or four times as I give out the email address. That's a good plan. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Does this mean we're going to get lots of adverts now for Viagra? Viagra? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, we keep getting... Uh, every, time I give out, every time I get I give out my email address, I get adverts for ma- male medication, performance-enhancing medication. Oh, no, I never get that shit. And, and Russian ladies who want to come and live in the West. Oh, yeah, I get that all the time, but I don't even have to give them out of my email list. They find me. Oh, do they? Yeah. I, I have to Thank look God for, for the Russian woman. Ah. So amusing. Duh. All over the world, actually, not just Russian. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there you go. Uh, yeah. New Year coming up. Uh, you have a an interesting event uh, coming up in February. I wanted to... Oh no! I've got I, well, I've got an even more interesting event coming up in January now. Um, things have moved on as it's 2018, but the interesting event. Let's do them the wrong way around. February the 18th. Why is it uh, the wrong way around? That's <laughs> actually the right way around because that's the one I brought up. 
All right. Change well, Feb- the diary. You are the one who made it the wrong <laughs> way around. Well, by doing more stuff. February the 18th, um, you can, if you go onto the Ghost Chronicles, either of the Facebook pages, uh, you will find details for an event called, uh, hosted by Curia, which is a live podcast featuring myself uh, and, and Winsper. Uh, Alan Murdy from the Ghost Club and the Society for Psychical Research, and also CJ Roma from the SPR. Um, and we're going to be doing a live audience um, lecture stroke podcast, uh, which people can uh, tune into, watch live, interact with live. And if you're in the UK near Bristol, you can head along and participate in the audience. Uh, and the subject is Borley Rectory and other famous hauntings. So uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Borley, um, Harry Price, obviously. Whether he was as controversial as people say he was, whether he faked the entire case. Um, no, because people did say that about Price that he had faked many of the events that took place there, sure. uh, and we'll be we'll be we'll be also looking at uh, beyond Borley to some other contemporary and famous hauntings. Uh, although those, uh, although uh, I don't know which yet. Oh, I was just going to ask you if they were all uh, uh, based in the UK or, or are they in other parts. Um, no, I imagine that there will be based in the UK. I don't have, yeah, I'm not dealing with the other famous cases. I'm dealing with Borley and Price. So, uh, oh, okay. Very cool. Um, I, I don't know precisely the details of the and other famous cases, but if I know Alan Murdy, uh, and I do, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they're very notable and um, it will be nonetheless an interesting uh, podcast that people can either come along to sit in the audience um, or they can participate on the live stream and uh, I do want to mention that this is a pay-per-view correct um, I understand it is I, um, I've i been a bit tied up this last week so I'm mm-hmm. a little bit slow with all of the details but I do believe it's uh, it's a podcast and I think <laughs> tickets are available for Bristol yeah you have to buy tickets because I, I did go on the link and look yeah. at it and, uh, I say yeah. I've been a bit distracted with other projects so mm-hmm. I tend to deal I tend to deal with, you know, each one in succession. Once that's done, start moving on to getting ready for the next one. So I haven't really focused too much on the upcoming one for February. Okay. Uh, Nor nor the new upcoming one featuring myself and and Winsper uh, on the 21st of January up in Liverpool. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about... Uh, the notable Liverpool time slips, which we've talked about on the show, of course, oh, yeah. um, and it, it's it's a repeat, a re a rerun, or a reworking of the old show called In Search of, which starred Leonard Nimoy. Um, what? Who was, who was of course, Spock. Wait, wait, wait. You're stealing my freaking. <laughs> no, you stole it. You stole. You stole it from Nimoy in the uh, 80s. Oh, I will remember this. <laughs> That's where you got it. Pass anyway, Nimoy, it's nothing to do with me. Nimoy had a series which ran in America um, for, uh, for several series. Um, it was called In Search Of. Um, and it was hosted by Nimoy. Which I actually watched the uh, episode today. Well, the series is being... I'm the psychic detective, so that was cool. Well, the series is being revamped uh, for the 21st century, and it stars Zachary, or whatever the new guys, uh, the new Spock from the movie, the new movie, the, the uh, 
new American actor. And he's coming over to find out um, about the Liverpool time slips with from Anne and I. So we'll, oh, be, we'll be talking about that and measuring stuff uh, related to the time slips to see. If, I love that measuring see stuff. What we, yeah, cool. We don't know what stuff we're going to measure yet. Yeah, uh, stuff. <laughs> well, we'll start. We'll start off by measuring time. So I'm, I'm guessing we're going to take a wristwatch with us. Um, but, I help? Uh, yeah. So um, we're working. That's going to be shown on the History Channel. I understand later in this, uh, later this year, it's going to start broadcasting. I get, I'm guessing America will get it first. So you'll probably see me before I see me. Well, that's and Dan. So, so it'll be a time slip. It could well be a time slip. So, yeah, the next few weeks are going to be a bit, a bit, a little bit hectic. So um, you'll be reenacting your time slip. Uh, we 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 won't need to. We'll just be going back in time and recreate. And, uh, oh, I see it. Revisiting yeah, so Liverpool, I see. Yeah, uh, it's sad. Well, Nimoy never they came out. Do a slingshot around the the sun. Is that how it works? It could do. Um, yeah. I mean, Sorry, Nimoy. Yeah. I've got the uh, Nimoy series on DVD, and yeah, we do too. He, he, of course, never left the studio. He was uh, like Jonathan Frakes, uh, who was uh, another of the Star Trek actors who did a similar series. His was more fake, and is it real or is it fake? Yeah, uh, paranormal. Uh, but but this uh, this this new actor, the new Spock, um, he's actually going on to the different locations. Uh, Time slips being just one of the the multitude of things that they'll they'll cover throughout the series. So um, mm. it'll be interesting to see how that one pans out because it was a very good series for its day. It was. It was very good. I mean, the clothes were a little sad in the seventies, but well, you know, plaid <laughs> plaid flares. I'm sure you yeah, had a pair. Yeah, in fact, I, still, I think you still got them, haven't you? I do. I do. Probably. I'm sure you still have your plaid flares in the um, mm-hmm. in the dressing up box. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I, I I read today that uh, common sense has reigned and that uh, Ghost Files has been properly renamed to Ghost Chronicles 2. Yes, it has. That was the original title that we proposed and was turned down by the uh, publisher and renamed the Ghost Files. And after they thought about it, they decided to rename it again the Ghost Chronicles, which is... Well, yeah, I, I, I don't like Ghost Chronicles 2. It sounds like a shark movie. I would have called it, it, <laughs> I would have called it more Ghost Chronicles or Ghost Chronicles. How about Ghost Chronicles The Next Generation? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, Ian wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> I think you could have done another Yeah, remember, this is the original Ghost Chronicles, Maureen and, and myself. The original Van Helsink and the Queen of Pain. And we started the original podcast, the original... Uh, regular terrestrial radio radio show, and that is the original Ghost Chronicle. So it's apropos that we name it Ghost Chronicle. Well, yeah, it makes more sense because it ties the two together. Yeah, um, so I was quite re- I was quite pleased when I noticed that this morning. I'll pop up onto my social media feed. There's a subtitle on it which I cannot recall, and then yeah, some other like title. It's going to say the journey continues. So <laughs> I'm like that. Oh, so uh, yeah, and. Um, on the subject, the books, the SPR guide is done. I know, I know you couldn't wait to... Start I know, I know. It's done, finished and completed and proofread and that's another one done. So, this from somebody who said he was never going to write a book. Until you met me. 
until uh, you started it. That's right. You were the you were the reason why there are now three books on the well, two in print, one on its way, and a, th- a fourth one just been commissioned. Uh-huh. So um, uh, yeah. that yeah. that book will follow in twenty nineteen and will be entitled Paravision, mm-hmm. which will have a, a garish, ridiculous cartoon ghost on a blue background. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't steal the Ghost Chronicles title on it. Why would I do that? Oh, yeah. In search of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in, it was quite surprising. I'd forgotten that you stole that from Nimoy. I didn't steal that. You and I sold that. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> on the porch. What are you talking about? <laughs> we both stole it from Nimoy. <laughs> it must have been subliminal. Yes, but ours is in search of that truth. Well, what's so it's, it's, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> Yeah, it just sounds the same. Yeah, well, just people. Well, it gives it gives us the theme anyway. So it gives us a theme for the first night of Spirit Quest in search of. We can put pointy ears on and dress in um, Star Trek outfits. There you go. That will go down well with Ron Junior. We we uh, one Christmas we actually did uh, I did an event at uh, in Magnolia, and one of the things we did is I had all the participants including Clay, who dressed up as Spock with the ears and everything, uh, do the uh, time walk. So we videotaped that. We never did put that online. We'll have to put that online. There we go, then. So that's so that's the dressing up dining with the dead sorted out. Yeah. So uh, speaking of, of that, have you ever uh, seen uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, gosh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, the big fan... No, the, the big fan in our family is my daughter Helen, who will be joining us on next week's show. Um, oh, so which, I think Ken, the guests I have set lined up there. Yeah, right? can them. We'll bring them on anyway. I love we'll, the way that you know, whatever. Well, she's coming down to visit for a day or two, and I—I uh, I mean, she did, Helen's been ghost hunting since the age of four, but she's also—I get back on track. She's also a big fan of the Rocky Horror uh, Picture Show, and. You mm-hmm. know, She's been, you know, she goes to these late night performances where all the audience in the cinema dress up. Yes, yeah. And yeah, so, uh, all of the yeah. Keepers, they do certain things. They, yeah, she knows all the words and all of the actions. To all Excellent. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, she's coming down to visit next week uh, on Tuesday. So uh, we'll be having her on the show. Uh, she's go. coming down to celebrate my birthday. You have a birthday? Which is next Monday. Uh. Just, I can remember uh, Richard Felix, but I can't remember yours. Yeah. Well, Richard's easy, isn't it? I mean, he's had, what, 300 of them. You've had enough practice to remember his. Yeah, plus his and mine are about the same time. <laughs> Just a second. Yeah, well, there we are. There you go. So, uh, oh, and uh, I think we have, uh, I think tonight's uh, Teller of Curious Tales, it worked out with a strange sense of synchronicity to be a... Uh, well, on predictions of the future, um, it's, oh. it's it's about a, a, a very famous British seer from Yorkshire uh, called Mother Shipton. Um, who Mother lived who? Ca- Can't say that Mo- stuff on the air. Old Mother Shipton, who lived in a cave. She was... Uh, old Mother Shipton lived in a cave. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, but she made predictions, many of which have been claimed to come true. And uh, when we come back after the break... Uh, we'll we'll go to uh, to 
I, because prediction is that's you know the newspapers, the magazines, the periodicals, even social media is full of predictions for the for the coming year ahead. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've already seen um, in the last few days predictions of a new U.S. president. Uh, that that the queen will will die. That there'll be the best one, of course. Will, you know, the queen is, will die eventually. You well, realize that, right? Yeah. One psychic has made a prediction that there'll be a royal wedding this year. No, really? Seriously? <laughs> they made the prediction on the second of January that the that there'll be a royal wedding. Oh, I tell you, she's good. You never remember? I, I really have. Uh, yeah, I'd like to find out much more. Or I should bet my money, perhaps. She's so yeah. good. If that one comes true, I'll be astonished. I will. I will absolutely be astonished. Um, and the usual doom and gloom. I mean, I think, I think that so far there's four dates for the end of the world in 2018. Okay. Uh, um, I'll have to mark I, them on my calendar. Yeah, um, you know, uh, these are all these are all natural events that will. There's planet X going to collide with us. There's a weird alignment of planets in the fall. Um, there's something else and a giant meteorite, and okay. the whole west, the whole west coast of America is going to be wiped out by a big wave. Yeah. Oh, and the, big the west thing, coast. We have two coasts, so we have another the, one. Yeah, spare one. The um, we've got four. The uh, the big the big uh, the big thing this year with the predictions is um, that uh, there will be an alien invasion. Really? And, and or that NASA will reveal um, that we have. Um, that Trump is an alien. That we've captured alien technology and that we're in contact with aliens. So watch this space as the year Nano, progresses. Nano. And on December the 31st, we'll all be wondering why the world didn't end again. Hmm. You know, how many we'll be, times... We'll be yeah, too busy I, fighting aliens to, to deal with it. Well, I... I, I you know, I've lost count how many end of the worlds I've survived. Um, you know, there must be... Sooner or later, someone's going to be right. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say even the stopped clock is wrong is right twice a day. But when we were in, um, just before Christmas, we found a, a market clock in Cardiff, the capital of Wales, where there was a clock with no hands. Um, and it was very broken. So clearly it was never going to be right twice a day. It's just right all the time. Um, it was right never. So you know, it, you don't it, know. Dest- <laughs> it, it destroys that 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 myth, doesn't it? You know, this idea this, that uh, the saying that um, you know even a even a broken clock is wrong, is right twice a day. Well, this one clearly was never going to be right twice a day. Um, so that's that myth destroyed. I don't know that. <laughs> so there we Can't are. Tell. You just don't have the hands to see it. Anyway, as we having the right time. Just a reminder, which is long overdue, uh, we're looking to change Ghost Chronicles International. We're going to shake it up a little bit during 2018. We're going to do the show in the nude. You speak for yourself. But we're not going to do it our way because we're going to do it your way. Uh, So if you're listening to the podcast, if you're listening to the show live, email us, drop us a line on the two social media pages for Ghost Chronicles International. Catch us on our own personal Facebook pages. Tell us what you want. Tell us what what you like, what you don't like. Uh, what you, what you yeah. <laughs> fill in our Patreon account and GoFundMe accounts. <laughs> if you had any. Um, yeah, we need a GoFundMe account. Yeah. Yeah. The, the <laughs> problem he, he, is keep these two old men out of work. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be GoFundMe. It'd be GoFund yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So yeah, tell us what you want. Tell us what uh, what what is it you want us to talk about? Right. Do, do you want to hear about haunted places? Do you want more guests? What kind of guests do you want? You don't want guests. They just get in the way. Yeah. Well, that was the first one I received. I yeah. like the shows with guests. <laughs> yeah, but did so, you see? So we're listening to you, and today we have no guests, but we're thinking about it. <laughs> Until you saw the list of guests. Mm. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, some of, them, some of them were great ideas, and we will be. We were, we we have. I have actually already taken on board some of the ideas from that email, um, which included, you know, members of notable organisations such as the SPR um, and others. Yeah. Some of the suggestions I don't think I'd give the light of. I don't. I don't think I'd give them the oxygen of publicity. They're Egypt. As the Irish say, they're Egypt. Yeah. What's the big deal about that in the UK, by the way? But big thing about what? Darts. Darts? Yeah. Oh. The BBC channel showing the World Dart Championship. Well, we're not allowed to shoot arrows at anything anymore. Seriously? Is, is it a big thing over there? Darts is huge over here in the UK. Um, mainly with fat, fat men who drink a lot of beer. Mm. Uh, and then they stand there throwing these, arrow, these darts, which are called arrows, at a board, which has made yeah. them cork or paper um, and then getting paid extraordinary mm-hmm. amounts of money for yeah. this yeah uh, I mean, it seems to That's be the what we, should, we should do the show in a pub uh, you don't have any in America yeah we do no, you, don't. You, have, you, have, you have mock recreations of British pubs. Yeah, mock recreations. That'll be it. Yeah, which uh, look nothing like British pubs. Do a mock recreation of the show in a pub. Yeah, they're about as accurate as that recreation of a fish and chip supper yeah. served in this paper. It's our pubs. It's our pubs. We, we can make our pubs the way we want our pubs. Yeah, but then you put a big sign saying, a traditional British pub. Yeah, we do. <laughs> like traditional British fish and chips served in newspaper. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that was wrong as well. Well, can't have everything. No, it's only it's like, one. It's like it, it, would, it would be like it would be like us serving McDonald's. You have McDonald's. Oh yeah. <laughs> and KFC. And KFC. Oh, yeah, and we've what? got um uh, uh d- something begins with D. Diner, uh, Denny's. Denny's, Denny's, yes. Open yeah, we've got the, the UK's first Denny's open just before Christmas. Excellent. So we're going downhill fast now. Right. More ways to get indigestion. That's right. Heart attack central. Clog, clog your arteries. Yep. Great idea. Anyway, how can as we rush into the ad break, how can people get in touch with us with their ideas and suggestions and threats and money? Yes, yeah, yeah, maybe the money. Don't forget money, folks. We'll take any denominations, whether, you know, if you want to give us a... Except the petrodollar. Don't want the petrodollar. Worthless. Do we take, uh, uh, what are those things, bit? Bitcoins. Bitcoins, do we take those? Yeah. All right, so I guess we'll take... Petrodollar. Yeah, all right. The petrodollar? Anyway, we've got two two Facebook pages, both called... What's the petrodollar? What you pay for dollar? Uh, what the Americans pay for dollar uh, petroleum? What the world pays for petroleum? Anyway, fifteen seconds to go. We haven't got time. You to the Ghost Chronicle Facebook page and tell us what you think. We'll Ghostproject.com. There you go. No, any Ghost Project. 
Uh, Any old ghost project. We'll tell you. Any ghost project at Comcast at night. All right, this is the tunes. We got to take a break. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with two old men. We'll be right back after the beat. Break. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parrax family. Just as an angry bird emoticon popped up on my Skype chat, um, it reminded me that it was part two of Ghost Chronicles International. There you go. You're you're listening to either the podcast or possibly the live stream with New England's very own Van Helsink and the gold standard in ghost hunting, two grumpy old men, a.k.a. the two grumpy old men. I think without further ado, we should give the. I think we should give the listeners a respite and run the Teller of Curious Tales. And find we really out, have one. And find out all about Mother Shipton. We really have one. We do. Oh. All right, Karina, can we play that? Maybe. In search of Mother Shipton. In search of. That's a good title. I wonder who thought of that. Yeah. So, Karina went out for cigarettes or something? She's gone for a burrito, hasn't she? A burrito. Yeah. Quite a liquor. (laughs) I think she's left us. Anyway, well, we'll return to the Teller of Curious Tales when the burrito has been consumed and Karina comes back. Did she finish the liquor? Yep. (laughs) Okay. So, we'll run along. Meanwhile. (laughs) Meanwhile. (laughs) He is off to another good start. 
couldn't make this up, could you? Actually, no. we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you typed an Angry Bird in the... Uh, in, in the <laughs> yeah, that's what you've done to her. You've, you've turned the woman to drink. Yeah, you have that effect on people. Okay, so we're not going to get the Teller of Curious Tale right now, <laughs> but I'm sure sometime in the future we will. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think it was paranormal when it went wrong? I, I broke, no. I broke my radio today. Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, getting all ready for this film shoot, the aerial snapped off. <clears throat> what radio? Ten years, uh, the walkie-talkies we used during. Oh. Ten okay. years I've had this radio, man and boy. Yeah, duct tape works for everything. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, funny enough, that's exactly what's holding the aerial on now. See, there you go. Yeah, I think we have to buy a new radio. Uh, Oh, bummer. You can always come over here and... Do you know, that's, that's, that's a personal... Well, you know what grinds my gears? The fact that I've got you two... Of, no, I've got two of these radios, and they... Apart from the one that I broke the aerial on. Um, <laughs> they work perfectly, but they have these moulded battery units, you know, these rechargeable lithium... Oh, batteries. I hate those. And you know what? You can't get the batteries for them now. There's no aftermarket batteries, so a perfectly good radio, which costs over £100, has got to be binned because you can't get batteries. It's ridiculous. Really? Yep. Tell me what kind you... Let me know what kind you and I'll see if I can get them, because we have... Uh, we've, we've tried all the local radio amateur stuff. We've tried Amazon, eBay. Yeah, I'm talking about America. Maybe I can get them for you over here. That, well, I don't know if they... Well, yeah, all right, then. We'll, we'll, yeah, nothing we'll, to mention, nothing gained. No, it's that's old, true. It's an old British saying, I believe. Yeah, then we lost Chesapeake. We lost at Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, we have the same problem with our radios, the uh, the, the molded battery thing. You can't even put, like, standard batteries. You no, have to have. no, no, it's frustrating. So... You know, in the old days, I think I'm going to go back to these motor rollers where you can you can put you can take the lithium pack out and just use standard AA cells as well. Yeah, you know, I think I, I'm going back. In fact, I, I had to do that because most of my radios are yeah. gone right now. I had, I had my original ones that I had bought for when I first started the Ghost Project, which used, uh, I believe, AAA batteries. I had ended up pulling out those for. Um, but maybe it's, it's Carina, incredibly think, frustrating because Karina finished her burrito and her liquor, and she's ready to play the. Maybe. But the radio works perfectly. It's as good at transmitting receive as it was on the first day. But, you know, that's about three minutes off the battery charger now. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, anyway. I'm still waiting for Karina, but we're, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big burrito. <laughs> yeah, it must be. It must be the whatever. Anyways, moving right along. Uh <laughs> Yeah, the, the radios, uh, it's funny, uh, I've gone back to, uh, oh, this is what I want to talk to you about, uh, and I'm glad you brought up radios, because it has nothing to do with what I was going to talk about, but it reminded me. That's helpful. Because that's how my mind works. Um, you heard of, like, uh, a, uh, a medium cabinet, right? A oh, yeah. yeah. Cabinet. What, what, yes, do they call yes. what do they call those? A cabinet. A cabinet, just a cabinet, right? Just a cabinet. Yeah, and, and the purpose, what was the purpose of them? I, I think they had several. But well, I, so, well, some of them were called materializing cabinets. And in fact, they were used in two different ways. Um, in the most common form, there wasn't actually a cabinet. What it was was usually a curtain strung across the corner of a room. Right. And a chair was placed inside. Uh, so 
in some instances, um, the medium would sit inside the cabinet, i.e., behind the curtain, and then out of out of view of the uh, the rest of the sitters. But there were many mediums, Florence Cook um, and others, who sat directly in front of the cabinet, the curtains, um, and the manifestation would appear from from behind the curtains. So it was essentially an area of the room. Um, sometimes it was a dedicated box. Um, mm. But most often it was just literally, you know, a, a, a curtain strung across the corner. Of the I, I know here in the UK we, we made some of them uh, where we would actually strap <laughs> the psychic in uh, legs and arms so they couldn't uh -huh. cheat. Uh, that was the purpose of it. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Um, well, uh, you know, Price and others uh, would restrain the medium in order to prevent them right, from... Right, that's what uh, these did. But... Yeah. but that was separate from the cabinet. Most mediums use cabinets. You know, that's right, right from the sort of early days of spiritualism. There was, mm -hmm. there would be some form of chamber, cabinet, or enclosure. Uh, most famously, of course, the Davenport brothers, the American um, brothers who were mediums, um, who who toured all over Europe with their purpose-built cabinet, which was a box which that was placed into the centre of the stage and into which they, they, they. They went and they performed the, their act from inside this this box. Um, you know, they would be tied up and restrained, and then they would, with the help of the spirits, escape. Which, as Houdini later, you know, revealed, right. it was it was a basic escapology act. You don't, um, think, you don't think Karina died, do you? I it could be a huge burrito. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Well, she was there a while ago. We thought you were having a burrito. Right, we were so worried about you, Karina. I was ready to call call the station and have them send paramedics to you. Oh, good. You want to introduce us, Steve? Um, without further ado, episode 17 of The Teller of Curious Tales. Tonight, I, the teller of curious tales, open my book once again and bring you strange and unusual stories. True stories, stranger than any fiction ever written. Listen to the teller of curious tales. There is in the British Museum an ancient manuscript which carries the following heading. Ancient Prediction Entitled by popular tradition Mother Shipton's Prophecy Published 1448 It reads as follows Carriages without horses shall go and accidents fill the world with woe. We all know that's true enough, don't we? We'll continue. Around the earth thoughts shall fly in the twinkle of an eye. If that doesn't predict radio, what does it do? Through the hills man shall ride with never a horse at his side. And here we have trains and tunnels. 
Underwater men shall walk, shall ride, shall sleep, shall talk. And there we have the diver and the submarine. In the air men shall be seen in white and black and green. Iron in the water shall float as easily as a wooden boat. These are so plain they need no explaining. But now we come to what I think was her most remarkable prediction. The discovery of gold in California. She said, Gold shall be found and shown in a land that is not now known. Not bad, was it, for a woman living in an obscure country town in England almost 500 years ago? Was all this just a lucky guess? Or are some people gifted with the ability to look into the future? Until recently, science jeered and said guesswork. But now, Alexis Carroll, one of the world's most brilliant scientists, says he is convinced that every man has, at times, flashes when he can see into the future. The gong strikes. My time is up. The teller of curious tales has closed his book. On my next visit, I'll bring you other stories, curious tales, strange beliefs. Until then, sleep tight. <laughs> So there you right. have it. There we go. You left, you left out one, though. Which was that? Which was that? Two grumpy old men shall fill the air, one with no teeth and one with no hair. <laughs> you can't even answer that, can you? <laughs> Mo- moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly on. <laughs> I, so, thought you got your, I thought you got your teeth back anyway. I've got my store-bought teeth back, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got my store-bought hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. So, anyways, I, I, I've actually uh, sent a letter to uh, Peter Popoff uh, asking for my teeth to grow back. So, uh, I'm sure I will have them shortly. You'll be getting a lot of other things as well. He's laid, <laughs> he, he's laid off the last few months. Uh, yeah, the last thing I, uh, I the last trinkets I got from um, the Pop Off Ministries was a bag, plastic bag containing different coloured feathers, um, and I had to select a coloured feather. Um, and uh, th- these were just dyed chicken feathers, um, and had to send it back with my donation, of course. Um, and the colour would be based upon, you know, which one I was drawn to, and uh, he would recognise my needs, and God would grant me wishes, and presumably lots of coloured chickens. Yeah, I mean, that would since cool. since then, I've had nothing. Very disappointing because it used to be like every six or eight weeks there would be more, you know, sort of crap arriving in an envelope. Well, he must believe that you have been healed, so possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um, it, it the the only thing yeah, you fill in what's called a prayer request form and you put in what you want, you know, what you want praying for money, or wealth, a big house, um, you know, things to grow back, and um, yeah, I put that and. It guarantees you you get a gift every six or eight weeks. That's pretty good, you know. 
Yeah, you should yeah, try it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody listening, write to go on to the Peter Popoff Ministries Facebook page, uh, web uh, website, um, whatever that might be. Well, you and fill in one of the prayer requests, and you two will be inundated with crap. Um, all manner of I've had stones, that blessed some, crap though, colored, yeah, blessed crap. Uh, I've had stones, chicken feathers, um, bits of paper, felt. Uh, sorry. Felt. Oh, yeah, felt animals and felt shapes. Um, I forgot about them, like fuzzy felt that we used to have as kids. Um, yeah, you wouldn't believe the sort of stuff that you get. Um, just don't be foolish and send any, you know, don't, don't put a check in the envelope. Why not? You might get more crap. Yeah, you might do. You might. I, I didn't. It didn't stop me getting crap. And the dollar thirty-nine. Yeah. Oh no, there's always minimum. You know, if you want, if you want a VIP, a VIP level prayer. Oh, no, they tell you how much to send. Uh, they make suggestions. Um, yeah. You know, different rates. You know, if you want, if you want instant, um, you know, God, if you want God to intervene instantly, that's about twenty five pounds. Yeah. Um, you know, fifty fifty pound will buy you a miracle or two, I guess. Oh. You know how many times that bloke is that 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 God's freelancer now, huh? I yeah, I was reading about Popov. This is why it start. This is why I filled in a prayer request because it was I'd seen him on YouTube a few times and on television. Yeah. And um, oh, he's on YouTube too. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, and I'd lost count of how many times he'd been he'd been prosecuted for fraud um, in the USA uh, and in, I think in Europe as well. Um, and he was still he was still going. Um, so I looked him up on the internet, then found out that you know you could fill in a prayer request form. Um, so I did and to see what would happen. Uh, By me okay. being me, I I requested a prayer, and um, every six or eight weeks, my prayers were answered with chicken feathers, bits of stone, fuzzy felt, all manner uh, of stuff. Good. Stuff. It made me feel it made <laughs> me feel wanted for a while. I know, I know. It's a nice thing, you know. God yeah, works God. in mysterious ways. You know, God wanted me. Well, He wanted my check. Can't get any more mysterious than that. But anyway, so if somebody were to look him up, how would you spell that name just to be crystal It's clear? Peter, P-E-T-E-R, Popoff, P-O-P-O-V. Okay, got it. And I think it's Peter Popoff Ministries. P-O-P-O-V, Popoff. Popoff. All I can think about when you tell me that, by the way, is the, is the little Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> oh, I, I, the guy at Spinach. Spinach? Yeah. The, the sailor... That. The sailor man that had spit. Oh, Popeye. There you go, Peter Popeye. Oh, Peter Popeye. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so if you're li- if you're listening to the show and you're feeling lonely and you need mail and uh, you want to feel wanted and loved in the world by God and you want to send money and get crap, then sign. Do what I did. Sign up for the Peter Popeye Ministries and yeah, fill right. in a prayer. And it, it costs nothing. Just fill in a prayer request form with your name, uh, name, address, and zip code, and you two will be inundated with blessed crap. stuff. With blessed crap. Blessed crap. So there you go. All right. Get sued now, probably. Probably. <laughs> won't be the first time. Won't be the I last. don't think. I don't think God would be that vindictive. Mm, but Peter would. <laughs> just saying. <All> right. <laughs> Well, he's yeah. He, he, all of the letters seem to be addressed from God. You know, God mm-hmm. has said that I need to send this coloured chicken feather back. Yvette was going to send you once. That was pretty good. Not Yvette. 
Yes. No, she was going to sue Richard. Yeah, okay. sue me. No, I, uh, I've, I've been threatened uh, by Billy Roberts. Um, he threatened to sue me once. Yeah, good. Um, oh, again, doesn't show up on our show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he didn't. Yeah, we were actually... Uh, we, Very disappointed. When, uh, when my co- co-host at that time was uh, uh, Richard Felix, uh, we were able to get uh, Chris Carley on the show, who had just been canned from uh, Most Haunted. And uh, we we put it, and lo and behold, told you that. And I uh, were contacted by uh, the legal department that most haunted, and threatened to be sued if we uh, put him on the show. Do you know? I'd wager that that was more likely to be a fan sending out speculative emails because we were both on the show at the same time. Not you and I, me and Richard, and. I never, ever once got any form of injunction. Threat. Well, that was you, Steve. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Ghost Chronicles International, a, a high-ranking media mogul. So, you know, that was before you joined the show. It's when Richard was on it. And we were the top of the... Well, you know, one or two people had heard of me. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Anyway, no, I, I, I never really, I never really understood what. Uh, I wasn't really sure that, you know, why antics would do that. If, if indeed antics ever did, uh, because they certainly didn't do it to me. Well, I can uh, say it. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was others... contacted by Tojinet, and uh, you know they were. Uh, yeah, at uh, the time there was, a couple, there was a couple of other fans who ran, um, you know, like pseudo most haunted fan clubs who were quite good at sending out threatening emails to people mm-hmm. um, right. they, they, would, they would do a cut and paste letterhead type official looking yeah. thing Richard told me about it too so I mean he got contacted yeah. as well yeah I don't know they never did it to me and there was a few others who, who came off the show who could have who, you know any, all, any of us could have told about our time on the show mm-hmm. um, but you know, it was only really Richard. This um, was just after he was canned, or I mean, yeah. left, whatever you want to call it. Richard and Richard and, and Chris were the only two I was aware of that ever got any form of, uh, or said that they had some form of injunction or, or implied threat that they shouldn't speak about their time on the show. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've spoken about my time on the show many times without any absolutely fear. many times in this show. Yeah, without any real fear, because... Oh, we've been sued several times, but other than that, it's been good. Well, they could have sued me, but they didn't, which was, nice, which was nice of them. Unless, unless they realised that Richard is considerably richer than me and was, would have actually been worth suing, whereas, you know, you can sue me. <laughs> if, if, if I ain't got anything, you, there's not a lot of point in trying to get it. So anyways, uh, as we mentioned in the earlier part of the show, uh, if you have any ideas for the upcoming uh, year which we are going to launch very shortly, uh, we would like you to send us an email or message us on our Facebook page or send it to anyghostproject at comcast.net, anyghostproject at comcast.net. And whether you or if like, you're psychic, just stick your hands to the side of your head and we'll hear you. There you go, too. Uh, not me, though, because I wear a tinfoil hat. Uh, so 
that's not going to happen. But anyways, yeah, we want to hear about it, and we are going to take a uh, one of the uh, what do you call it, the entries, whoever ideas or whatever, and uh, we're going to draw, do a drawing, and and somebody will win a free book. So woohoo! How can you beat that? Depends what the book is, really, I suppose, doesn't it? That could be, uh, you know, phone calls from the dead for all we know. <laughs> that sounds like an implied threat. <laughs> anyway, all right, so we are running out of time here, believe it or not. Blimey. Yeah, poor, I know. Bli- poor blimey, Governor. Uh, so uh, we're going to get back to this, uh, the, the Teller of Curious Tales a little bit and get back to that. And uh, this was, uh, are you familiar with this case? Uh, Mother Shipton. Oh, yes. gosh, yeah. Uh, the Mother Shipton, she's well-known in British folklore. There have been books, there have been documentaries. She's she's as famous in the UK as Nostradamus. Michelle was, she a, was she a real person? Uh, she was a real person. She was documented to be a real person. Um, whether the predictions are any more accurate than Nostradamus is, you know, they've been rewritten and rehashed many times, but... Um, you know, the person or the legend behind the person behind the legend was real, but the legend has grown, you know, with subsequent retellings down the years. But she's well known in British in British folklore. What, what time period are we talking about? Uh, oh, now now you've got me there. Um, I think it was sort of the seventeenth eighteenth century. Okay. Um, Certainly before the advent of the industrial era, because she foretold many of the things, as we heard at the Teller of Curious Tales, she foretold many of the things um, of the industrial revolution, you know, the transportation, the submarines, warfare, um, that, that didn't exist in her era, uh, radio, um, etc. So, yeah, she was certainly, I think, 17th, 18th century. Okay, makes sense. Um, and, and as well-known... But the submarine existed for quite a bit of time. Uh, we used it in the Revolutionary War against you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, but yeah, she's as well known in British folklore as as uh, Nostradamus would be. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps not quite, you know, sort of internationally famous as Nostradamus, mm-hmm. but certainly in British. Can we have her on the show? Uh, we could try. She's she might still be alive. Um, I'm sure she's somebody to channel her, right? No doubt that would be possible. Maybe Darren. Yeah, he's he's coming to West Wales. Um, uh, I think it might be the same day that I'm going to Bristol this time around. So no time T-shirt for you this year, my boy. Oh, Dad. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so... That being said, what else do we have on that? Now, uh, I was going to mention something. I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Damn. Well, we do, have, we do have Spirit Quest coming up in the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to, you know, I mean, tickets are available for sale. It's called... No, they're not. Play. They should be. They're not. Uh, they, were, they were last year at this time. Well, they're not now, so... Well, anyway, uh, Spirit Quest 2018 in search of Leonard Nimoy. No. Sense of Spock. There we are, then. Do you know that was my son's nickname when he was a child? Spock. Yeah. Same by the bell. Yeah, before before we embarrass poor Ron Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. He oh, happy birthday, Beth. Yes, happy birthday, Beth, uh, from all of us here at Ghost Chronicles International. Not that you're foolish enough to listen to this program. 
No, nobody's that crazy. But happy birthday anyway. Yeah. So we'll be back next week with... Uh... With my daughter uh, joining us live here from <clears throat> West Wales. And we can find out what she knows. Because remember, my daughter's been ghost hunting since the age of four. Yeah. And is still, you know, as active and as keen, uh, keenly interested in the paranormal uh, now as she was then. Uh-huh. That sounds exciting. Well, best Uh-oh. we can do it short. Peter Popoff just put a curse on me. What you just caught? You've just coughed up a fuzzy felt animal on the chicken. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know the it, whatever color, depending on the color of the chicken feather, that could be significant. Ah, uh, did you pick a color? Uh no, I was never going to send him the money. Oh, bummer! You should have picked the color. Anyway, I think there were four to choose from. Is it fair? Uh-huh. Four or five in this little cellophane ba- bag, um, together with the usual begging letters. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, not begging letters. Messages of inspiration and hope from the Lord. There you go. So, there you have it. Anyways. Um, but chicken feathers. Right. So, you have that a bit, once again, if you want to... Uh, yeah, if you're in and around Bristol on February 18th, um, check out the Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page. Scroll back a little bit to last week and you'll see the event, uh, the podcast studio uh, event um, hosted by Curia Productions, uh, starring myself and Winsper, Alan Murdy and CJ Roma. That's Curia. And, uh, that's the production company. Um, and titled, I don't know, that's the name of the production company. Oh. Um, entitled Borley Rectory and Other Famous Hauntings. Be yeah, there. Yeah. It's just a name. Yeah. Be there or be somewhere else. It's curious. Yeah, it's with a K as well. Interesting. Trend, trendy spelling. It is Kabbalah. Yeah. K-U-R-I-A. Curia. Yeah. Sounds, like, sounds like some sort of thing you put cream on. Huh? Like, a, huh? like, a skin, like a skin rash. Could be. Anyways, so uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another fantastic. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.